There has never been a better time than now to come join the Belicio Foods team. Belicio has a new contract in place with plenty of awesome perks for their employees. From increased wages, access to the free health clinic, vacation after six months, and much more, Belicio Foods is committed to putting their employees first. For more information or to apply, visit BelicioFoods.com careers. Take advantage of these great new employee benefits and join the Belicio team today. Visit BelicioFoods.com careers to learn more. Good morning, everyone. Good morning. Good morning. <laughs> Welcome to another edition of the morning show right here on Main Street TV. Of course, Jennifer here to start off the morning show with our good friend Courtney. And the Hello. crowd goes wild. What's up? Good to see you, girl. It's been a minute. It's been a long minute since it's you've been, been a here. Minute. Yes. Poor James gets stuck with me every day. I know. Sorry, James. He's such a good sport about it, though. Maybe you're but, stuck with James. No, I would never say that. Because <laughs> he knows how to push all the buttons That's and right. stuff. He can make us look like cats and stuff. Yeah, so he we, can. He can make us look James. like James. Yes, we do. He's such a good good guy. Um, but no, welcome to the program. It's Thanks. so good to have you back here. And um, what's been going on? It has been a little crazy downstairs. I, little is an understatement. It's been, yeah. a, let's just go ahead and say I've been a whole lot of cray cray down there. It's been a lot of craziness. Yeah. Um, we're currently, for those that don't know, we are currently moving locations up to the Stockmeister Plaza um, behind Burger King. Yes. And we have started moving the print shop. First place to go. <laughs> the heaviest of all the places, I feel like. You don't realize how much paper a print shop, which you should have paper, but you don't realize how much paper you have. That's true. Until you go to move a print shop. So I feel like we, oh, there's more paper. And oh, more goody. Paper and, more there's, paper, and there's more so. paper. Yeah. You know, and um, paper is not light. It's heavy. It's so heavy. Like a case of paper, you get it delivered or whatever. And it's like, oh my gosh. Right. And then you it's have like so a car. Many, and then if you go to like the cardstock and the different types of paper mm -hmm. that's heavier, then any case is even heavier. I was not built to hold, to carry heavy <laughs> things. So it's been it's been a, a little bit of a mess, but so nice. The new space is going to be so great. So. It is. And once everything gets all moved, it's just the the process of getting everything moved. It's like moving your house, you know? You're right. just like, I can't find anything. And, oh, man, this really stinks until everything yes. gets put away. But it's yes. going to be so great when it is. So nice. But moving, um, you know, another thing, people don't realize that equipment, um, how big it is and how... Um, Yes. How much there is to set up. You don't just plug and play those no, giant, you, you know, printing not, machines. Yeah. If anybody has ever been aggravated at hooking up their printer at home, it's like <laughs> doubled when it comes to the printer yeah. and as it printing because it's very, very long. It's a huge thing. It came apart, I think, in like five or six pieces. We had to have the Konica people actually come and do that for us. So. Yes. So, yeah, it's, it's not like your printer at home that just... No, you don't just take it out of the box and plug right. it in and Which it I always threaten to throw down the steps anytime I'm I, trying to do I, anything like, with my printer. You know how frustrated you get setting up your own home <laughs> right. computer stuff? Think about that, but, like, way on crack. Right, right. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. But, but bear with us. So if you have called and want something done, we're trying to get it done as soon as we possibly can mm -hmm. so just bear with us but we're hoping by the end of the week to be up and full functioning now and okay Stacy's starting to move her office I think today so you know hopefully. and that's the thing again in in these times that we've been living in the past um you know couple of years now I mean really if you think about it um as we head into year two of all of this madness. We, remember when we thought 2021 was going to be better? We were like, we can't wait. <laughs> no, we're going to have to write off a few years, it seems like. You know, and, and you're exactly right. Mm -hmm. But but as, you know, we've all gone through all this, you know, I think patience and, and empathy and all of that has been something that we've all had to learn even more so than normal. So, again, yes. just, just, you know what, if you can't get your printed thing tomorrow, 
maybe you'll have to wait a day and you know what but we will get it as soon as yes possible. it's going to get done as soon as possible it's yeah. not a conspiracy it's not you know just please bear with us while yeah. they're trying to make everything so much better but it just sucks in the meantime right. so right yeah but um can you believe so if you think about it we are almost into september so today's the last day of august oh my goodness yeah can Gracious, you believe that that's crazy i know i know um and if you think about it, literally two years ago, sitting in this chair, you and I and Amanda were talking about this coronavirus thing. Right. And it was just starting to really kind of hit the news. And right. you had just, you know, we were making fun of the right, all of the stuff that really, was getting canceled. Right. and it hadn't really hit here yet. And we were just like, what is going on? And you started hearing about it overseas. You didn't. But it was never going to happen to us. Correct. Boy, were we wrong. So here we are going on two years later and maybe not, maybe a little premature, but it was, I think, you know, right before Thanksgiving, Christmas that all of that happened. So yeah, we're not that guys, far you away guys were from talking about taking a free, free, free cruise. Cru Would you go on a free cruise? We're like, heck yeah, we'd <laughs> go. Was. No problem. Well, and we went on a cruise that year. My family always goes on that cruise. And so we went that February and... That was literally about the last of it before they right. shut everything down. Because I remember us having the discussion, should we, do you feel comfortable on an airplane? And, and they weren't right. doing masks or anything at that time, but yeah. they were really asking you questions when you got to the cruise port right. about, you know, illness. How you or, felt and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. Like even more so than they normally do. Right. But <laughs> where's the good old days when all we worried about was the Norwalk virus? But anyway, so yeah, so really we are heading into year two. Well, I guess year three, actually, if you think about Almost it. Almost there, yeah. Mm -hmm. So yeah. anywho. Well, I actually printed off a story about how Louisiana and Mississippi, um, Ida, is going oh, through down there. This is bad stuff. Right. But then you also have to take into consideration their COVID-19 cases. Yes. And like... It says here that they were on their fourth, like, coronavirus surge when Ida started so, to hit. not only do we have a lot of sick people, we have a hurricane Correct. devastating the cities yeah. on top of it. Yeah, so with the hospitals already being crowded with the COVID-19, they were having to decide, like, what to do. Because usually they evacuate staff or, you know, send staff sure. home, um, evacuate patients that aren't bad off, but... They've got all these COVID. They had 2,400, I think, 2,450 people hospitalized wow. with COVID on Saturday. So, I mean, they had a lot of people on ventilators. The electric goes out. Your ventilators don't work. Correct. You don't just easily move people. Hmm. And my whole thought was, too, you have people out there that may have not got vaccinated yet thinking, I'll just social distance. I won't go anywhere. I'll stay home. But when a crisis like that hits, you, you don't end up have in a, any choice but to go someplace. Yeah, and I know they're moving a lot of people to fire stations and mm -hmm. things like that. And, you know, that, there's no social distancing. You're just surviving at that point. You're not right. social distancing or whatever. You're trying not to get flooded out and, and right. dead. Right. Um, so it's a whole, whole different battle with something. Something like Ida hitting and having yeah. a pandemic going on at the same time. I saw um, they were interviewing, and I didn't, you know, you just don't think about these things, but the medical community certainly doesn't just stop. And, you know, the rest of us can, you shut down your business, you board up the things, you go hunker right. down somewhere, whatever. But people need medical care. And um, they were talking about the neonatal nurses. Oh, yeah. And they said a lot of them literally got their families, moved them somewhere safe, and then came back because there's all of these, you know, babies are going to be born. Yeah. And there's a lot of them that are on, you know, same thing, ventilators or whatever. And they said these, these poor nurses are just working around the clock because there's not very many of them and right. they can't leave them alone. But they're here they are in the eye of the storm, you know, in the middle of this giant... Um, storm so you know the healthcare workers are they just man they've just been given a blow um yeah. for the past couple of years it's just too much 
definitely, definitely too much. But I don't know. It's uh, seeing the flooding and the devastation down there. And, you know, <clears throat> we're up here annoyed for what the next two days we're going to have rain and it's annoying and whatever. But, you know, they're getting hit really hard down there. They've got eight feet of water in their houses and things like that. People's roofs are and blowing I just, off. And I just feel like they just get they get built back up start start to get start going to in get the right going direction normal yeah. again and then they get they get hit again it does just like never stops it's just a constant um devastation and then and then we have you know a global pandemic on, on top, top of, of it, it you right. know just normal little things like that um i don't know probably have to consider a move at some point yeah it would get real old having to rebuild everything all the time yeah and worrying about the safety of yourself and your families. Right. Yeah. So. You do kind of wonder, like, why do people stay there? But, I mean, you've got it's ties home. and it's home. Yeah. And, you know, your family's there. Your friends are there. And maybe you don't have any place else to go. Like, right. You don't. So you it's just, not it's easy just what to you just. Do. That, that's right. You survive. Yeah. Keep on trucking. That's right. So, James talked about football yesterday. Yes. I heard. Through yeah. the grapevine. A little bit. Did you know we are having the football contest again? Mm-mm. Yes. So in Saturday's edition of the paper, you can find in the sports section our football contest. All you have to do is pick every single team correctly, and you might win $25. What? Yeah. It's happening. We'll have 10 of them. So every Saturday, you will see um, the entry form the teams, and we have some great um, sponsors. We have Four Winds Community, um, Gas and Stuff, Dakota's Roadhouse, Jackson Express, The Telegram, of course, Zip Printing, the Total Media Radio app, mm -hmm. and um, HER Realty. And you just pick which team's going to win. You write it down. You can turn it in in a box downstairs. You can do it online at telegramnews.com. Um, you can mail it in. And if you pick the teams right, if you're the only one that picks the most teams right, you have $25 in your pocket. For free. Right. For free. Just for fun. Just for fun. Well, there so. you go. So check out the um, check that out in the Telegram, yep. and you can read all the rules and all of that fun stuff. Yep. And you can go to telegramnews.com, too, and click on football. Con I think you hover over sports, and then the football contest shows up, and just click on that. And Love it. Good to go. That sounds yeah. like a blast. Nice. Hey, speaking of football, did you guys see, I think James and I were talking about it a little bit off the air yesterday, this whole Bishop Sycamore debacle. You know, you're talking to me, the sports lover. <laughs> <laughs> so there is a team um, called IMG Academy, and they are... I mean, hands down, always one of the best team high school football teams school. in the country. Okay. Like, they're like gonna the win. they're going to win. Got like it. they are you bad A's. Yeah, you do not want to play them. Psyched out before you even get on the field. Correct. Got it. IMG Academy features several top three hundred prospects, including players being recruited by Ohio State. So if that okay. tells you anything, where are they at? Um. I don't know. James? I'll, I'll Google it while okay. you look. What was their name again? Uh, IMG or? Academy. It's in Florida. Florida. Oh, they're in Florida. Okay. James? So, <laughs> so ESPN gets all their panties in a wad the other day because somehow this marketing group gets this team called Bishop Sycamore to play IMG Academy and 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 ESPN broadcasts the thing, so it's okay. a high school. So it's supposed to be this hyped up right. high school matchup. Well, there's only one problem. Bishop Sycamore doesn't even have a school. How do you? It's how an do you online only charter school, and nobody checked this out beforehand. So how do you have a football team? Good question. Well, they don't really because game starts. IMG Academy beats them fifty-eight to nothing. Well, yeah, nobody because the, there was like there's no school, and 
so they said the ESPN people were just PO'd. And I'm like, right. well, number one, did, could you, you're ESPN. Did How you did not you check not, this out ahead of time? Be like, wait a minute. Yeah. Um, it's a pretty good marketing team, though. They got them. <laughs> well, and that, I mean, kudos to them. <laughs> right. They've also got them playing. Um, they've also got them playing. A full slate of games, including big-time schools, Duncanville, DeMatha, and Life Christian Academy. Um, so the online school? Yes. The one that had the marketing team? Yes. And they got them to play all these people? Yes. So where do the kids come from? They're I don't playing. know. It's super weird. That is very weird. Um, I mean, I'm not even to football, and I know that doesn't make sense. <laughs> <laughs> they said that there was at one point... Um, the people of ESPN were calling for, they were like, somebody needs to stop this game. Like, th somebody's going to get killed. Right. Um, like they just, like, sent out an email and said, hey, you want to play football? Show up. So I've got some statistics for you. It's for like the, act as if, I guess. For the Bishop Sycamore team. Uh -huh. This is from Max Preps. Uh, so last year, it has their record of 0-6 with a total score for the season. They were outscored. 227 to 42. Oh my gosh. So where with, with their biggest loss of last season to the same team, the IMG 56 to 6. Why are they why are they able to do this number one? Where is this school located? Is it in Ohio? The Bishop Sycamore? Yeah. Team? Well, it's not a real place, right? It's not an actual physical school, but they have to have say that they're somewhere. Although the article that I read says they have no physical address. Uh, yeah, here it says that it's out of Ohio, uh, and that's that's all it says as far as location. So if they have no physical address, how does the football team even play? Do they just mail out uniforms and you show up at this certain time? Pickup game or well, yeah, like it's super weird. Not practicing. Um, so, but the other team was in Florida, right, James? That's what it said. So, basically, since it's an online school, maybe whatever students are on that school in the same area as the other school just show up to play? Uh, fair question. I don't know. It is the most bizarre thing. Um, so, Bishop Sycamore allegedly claims to make its home in Columbus, Ohio, However, according to the Sporting News, it appears that the school might not be real. <laughs> Schools that boast the name Bishop usually are associated with the Catholic Church Correct. and are named in honor of local bishops or historical bishops. However, the Diocese of Columbus, Ohio, doesn't have any Bishop Sycamores throughout its history. It's weird. And... Yeah, they're saying it may not even be a school. And this is from the Columbus Dispatch. They reported they're not even listed as a charter school for the school year. Uh, they did list Bishop Sycamore last year as a non-chartered, non-tax supported school. How has that even happened? Like non-chartered, non-tax supported. They so might, that means they yeah. might be going out and finding athletes that were, you know, potentially scholarship athletes, but or academically unable and asking, inviting them to come play. Well, you kind of have to have a school to do that. Don't you like, isn't that I don't know. I don't even, so weird? Evo Francis even... school scored a hundred points against like a, uh, like a coal teammate of coal miners or something like that. Well, back in that's the day. true. So I don't know. Maybe it's just the modern day version of that. It was Paragon marketing group that, that got them all hooked up and has gotten them games. I don't know. This is super duper duper weird. That is weird. Um, so yeah, that happened. And, um, but the fact that ESPN wanted to act like a bunch of whiny babies after the fact, like maybe you should do your research right. first. You are where's, ESPN. Where's you are your marketing the, group. <laughs> right. You are the sports news. Like, right. How did you not know that that was not going to be a great game? <laughs> Right. Like, James pulled up Max Prep in, in th 13 seconds we flat. Could already and, tell and, you that was a game we didn't want to show. Right. Like, right. I mean, it's not real difficult. Yeah. Somebody sold that real good to the ESPN people. Exactly. Not only that one, but now they have, like, several other games to play. I think we should hire that marketing firm and get us, like, 
No, get us that get us a cable deal. show. Can you yeah. get, get Main Street TV deal. out to yeah. the can whole world? Us, can you get us yeah. an ESPN show, please? And we want free Crocs. Yep. Let's go. These are our demands. We want, we want a half an hour of national television every day and free, free crocs. crocs. I don't feel like that's easy, right? And some green peanut M&Ms. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Well, I've got a football story. You do? Yep. Football fans can now eat their coffee cups after they're done sipping. What? Right? So this, when I say football, though... It's the other football. Manchester City are the reigning champions of the English Premier League, and now they're championing the cause of landfill waste by offering edible coffee and teacups at their 55,000 seater. I'm going to totally butcher the name of the stadium. Etihad? 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 I don't know. Do you know what their stadium's called? Etihad? All right, James is the guy and he doesn't know. He doesn't so. know. So, Etihad Stadium. So, basically, they are producing zero pounds of disposable hot cup drinks cups because they are making Bio a wafer light. tea coffee dis cup. So, basically, when you're done drinking your coffee, it's a little wafer. How and does that just, not dissolve? And you just eat it. It also still has a paper like I, wrapper I, around it. That was it. going to be my next comment. It has paper wrapped around it. I mean. So it says it is made by the Scottish startup BioBite. And it is a 100 calorie vegan biscuit in the shape of a cup. You can see there. It's made with a wafer in much of the same way as an ice cream cone. Okay, makes sense. So the cup will stay leak-proof for 12 hours. And amazingly <laughs> enough, crunchy for 45 minutes. And it says for all you Americans out there, that's exactly and always one half of the duration of a football match. <laughs> so. So for half of your football match, you're good to go with your drink. Yep. So it says, um, according to the company's Weird. website, the cup is fully recyclable, but the taste of the coffee-soaked wafer cup is actually delectable. <laughs> delectable. Says, I like also, that. Right? It says the football club also is offering fully recyclable beer cups made from recycled paper and cardboard. The coffee cup is hard to um, make fully recyclable because it has the, like, the sleeve like on the it. Sleeve. Well, yeah. inside too, it's got the leak proof like plastic and then the paper on the outside. So you have to like basically take those two um, parts. So it's very hard to. It has, so it's an edible coffee cup wrapped in paper and right. plastic. <laughs> well, no, okay. no, not this cup. <laughs> oh. Like to try to make an actual recyclable, like a beer cup you can make because you don't have to have the um, heat proof inner lining like you do on a paper cup. I see. Okay. And you don't have to have that for a beer cup. So they're saying that's hard to be hard to separate. But the edible cup for the coffee. There you is go. A, is a good says it's 240 of their biscuit cups cost about $111 and that's only about 14 cents more than what Starba Starbucks pays for their cup, their plastic lid, and their wood stirrer. Mm. So, there you hey. go. I mean, who doesn't like a, a biscuit and a biscuit and a coffee? And yeah. I love an ice cream cone. Me too. I'm there, man. I feel like I would just want to go there just to try that. Right. I'm going to. I wonder if you could like, and, and like, as you drink your coffee, you could just. Like nibble on nibble it. Nibble on it. Yeah. And have you a little biscuit and Kinda some like coffee ice cream and cone. tea. And, but it says that, um, where was it? I hope you don't want to refill. Right. <laughs> it says that usually the um, country alone has a staggering 2.5 billion cups disposed and used every year so wow well hey if it saves a little bit that's good right. plus you get a treat along the way i know so fun yep now it's 100 calories so but well i'm sure there's more than that in their coffee lattes and i mean by the time i'm done putting cream and sugar in my coffee exactly what's well, another, well, another 100, 100 calories? calories right <laughs> 
I feel ya. Um, let's see. I can't, can I tell you one more story? Yeah, absolutely. So this is a story from home. Um, from home? Well, from my brother's home. Um, he, oh. They have a pug, okay? And they adopt, they have two pugs. Um, they had Fred, he's younger, and then they d adopted a 10-year-old pug. He um, can't hear very well. He's missing one eye, and the other eye is pretty much blind in. So he's, he's a senior citizen. Yeah. Um, Good for much them, though. allowed to do what he wants to do because he's put his time in. That's right. But there are things that you have to do to dogs that they don't enjoy when they're older that have to happen, which is like clipping their nails and things like that. Yeah. Like, we give you your own way, but right. we still you have gotta, to go through some of this stuff. give and take a little, yeah. buddy. And that's his name, buddy. But anyway, so he doesn't like to have his nails trimmed. So they have to take him to the vet to get his nails trimmed. Okay. Because, you know, the vet, they're professionals. They have it down to a science. They know what they're doing. Sure. I went over there to try to do it, and I was like, this is, this is not happening. He's going to eat me alive. Yeah. So they take him to the vet. They get it a little too close, and you know, which is easy to do, especially with a struggling dog. Yes. So it starts bleeding. So they wrapped his paw, just so just to stop the stop yeah. the bleeding and not get that happens everywhere. all the time. Yes. What they did not realize that JJ and Candace were going to have to take this off of Buddy, right? The bandage. The bandage, which they wrapped way up the arm, probably a little bit. Too much bandage, but I don't know how bad it was bleeding. So, so JJ and Candace, oh, no. JJ had to buy a muzzle for Buddy to keep him from being eaten alive when they try to take this bandage off. Now, a pug does not have much of anything to put a muzzle on. Not much of a muzzle. I, that's what I was going to say. Yeah. Like, like it's like a like so, a hockey mask. Yes. Yeah, so I sent James a picture of Buddy. And that's what, that's oh what a pug God. muzzle looks like. Shut up. I know. But you can Bless see the little soul. wrap on his foot. Oh. And he's not, I'm sure, was not having that muzzle at all either. He looks like Hannibal Lecter. Yep. Yep. He does. Oh, my God. I know. I know. I hope he didn't. He doesn't act like Hannibal Lecter. Um, he was trying. There is also a video, which I did not share, because I, there are sounds coming out of that pug that I wouldn't even think a dog could make. But Like, I mean, they were just killing him. He, he was dying. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> he was dying because they were trying to take that off. But then they, she posted a picture later, and he was laying on the floor he's happy like, as I'm could cool. be. He's fine now. He's but a, if, they, if it hadn't dramatic. been for that muzzle... JJ's hand would have been eaten up because he was not happy about it at all. Where in the world does one find a pug muzzle? Apparently at Amazon, I think. So it's just for pugs because yeah, their faces because their faces are so flat. They don't you don't have anything like usually a muzzle goes over like their nose. Yeah, the teeth part, but <laughs> pugs yeah, they ain't got that. It's flat. <laughs> It's so cute, but it is adorable. Like, but he was not happy after the fact. He was fine, but you're just and and you know if someone says, "Well, that's mean." That you're just saving them from themselves yeah. again, like we yeah. have, humans have to do sometimes. Yeah, but <laughs> oh, <that's> so <laughs> yep, a pug muzzle. Yep. So I, I survived like bandages off. Buddy's happy now, and now they have a muzzle in case. It is amazing how, um, and I'm sure children are the same way, Like, but with animals, like one weird incident like sets them wild forever. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he does not like his paws to be, but he just doesn't. But he's 10. He's, he's just a grumpy old man. He's just a grumpy old man. When I go to let him out, like you have to kind of, to take him out, you kind of have to pick him up because so he knows he's going out. When I you see. come in, he can feel the steps and he goes in, but he's a little afraid to like go down the steps. So they usually pick him up and take him outside. I go over and if I go to pick him up and he kind of growls at me, I'm like, okay, you're good. You don't want to go out. We're fine. Right. Cool. <laughs> what else, man? I'm not, not going to make you. It's 
you done you. You it's, do you, bud. Yeah, it's your world. We're just living in it, man. That's right. That's pretty much it. Yeah. But so. I know, like, for example, Marley is terrified of flies. Like, I mean, like, this is the most mellow dog in the world. Yeah. Loses her mind and runs and hides in the closet if there's a fly in the house kind of thing. Right. Ter yeah. Like, shaking all over. Yeah. And I'm like. So we are talking not. to the vet about it. And he's like, the only thing I can think of is at some point she's probably gotten stung and associates the buzzing right. with, you know, any kind of right. flying thing. I've never seen a dog lose their mind the way that she does when it flies around. I'm just yeah. like, so Jamie will go through the house and he'll, so we have this fly swatter and he'll be like, got it, Marls. And then she'll come back out. <laughs> it's become like our tradition. Got it, Marles. Augie is afraid of, like, he's not afraid of much, but he's afraid of Mike has this neck thing and it vibrates. And anytime he gets that out, Augie's gone. Like, he won't come in the room. I don't know why. It's just, it makes a little vibrating noise. And he won't come in the room. Well, last night my mom came over. Mike bought this tent fan light thing for out on our deck to hang, like, on one of our umbrellas or something. Yeah. And it has a fan on it and a little light. Well, when you turn it on, it makes this really tiny, like, buzzing sound. And Augie was acting real weird. Mike didn't know why. Mike came in the kitchen. He's like, why is he being so weird? And yeah. I was like, I don't know. And then we realized we had turned that on and it had made that buzzing sound like his neck thing does. And Augie was just sitting in the hallway looking at so us I'm like. just not exactly I'm not sure. in there. And What's I don't know what that's about. Like, why? <laughs> I don't know. And you but wish you could like ask him. them. And then you feel bad. Like you, you try wanted... to show it to them. Yeah, you're, you're like, like, okay, try to reason with your it's animal. Okay. It's fine. It's not going to hurt you. Look, it feels good. Like, here, I'm turning it on. I'm turning it off. It's not alive. Like, yeah. it's okay. But they, yeah. Nope. Don't want anything to do with it. No. So. They're weird like that. <laughs> Raven, of course, doesn't like storms. Like, and so she's been a hot mess all week. Yeah, the, the storm thing. So I was reading an article about that. Were you and I the one that was talking about that? That they say there's a certain time in their lives <clears throat> as puppies, and it's like a one-month window in their development, uh -huh. that if they suffer like a, like a terrifying storm, then it will just stick with them, stick for, life. them for life. If they don't, then they're fine. Then they're fine. That makes sense. It, but it's like a really, really tiny window. Right. But how do you control when it's going to storm? Right. You don't. Like, and, and right. you you can't protect them from it. You can't hide them from it because right. it's coming. I mean, yep. it's, it's everywhere. And yep. they feel it. So, um, yeah. Yeah. So, I, I guess that, because, like, Marley's not afraid of storms, but I've had other dogs terrified of storms. And I right. wondered about that. So, I was, like, looking it up. She's getting a little bit better in her old age, and I think it's because she can't hear as much. Maybe. Because sometimes even I feel like it's just hearing the rain and hearing the thunder gets her worked up. And, like, if the electric would flicker off, she gets worked up because she associates that with a storm. Sure. So, like, if something happens and we've got a detector that beeps real big when the electric goes off. So she associates that. But she's getting a little bit better in her old age and Augie's not like, afraid, so they don't feed on it. We have another dog that's afraid that lives with Devin, and if he's home, they like feed on each other, oh, and it's yeah. even worse. So yeah, and they have those like little jackets. They're so cute. It's a little storm jacket. Yeah, we tried all that. Didn't stuff. work. Didn't work. Uh, I, I have locked dogs in the bathroom. I have played music in the bathroom. I have rubbed their ears with oil. I have used the jacket. I have made my own jacket. I have. <laughs> I have done every, I've slept on the couch, I have stayed up, I have locked them in the bait. I have done everything that you think possible, and it's just like, you it just, just is what it is. Them, just gotta grin and bear it, and yep. let her pace, and make them as, be as comfy as possible. Yep. So, and then sometimes I wonder if, you know, we make them Makes it crazy worse too, them. yeah. <laughs> like, just leave me alone. We're nuts. Let me deal with it how I can. We're crazy, so we make them crazy. Yeah, <laughs> that's funny. Um, let's see. So I saw this, and um, I don't know what day actually nat National Beach Day is, but it should I don't. Be every day. I mean, it should be every day. I agree with you one hundred percent. 
But I saw this and it was talking about the top 10 beaches from Travelocity or TripAdvisor, okay. TripAdvisor. Okay. Um, top 10 beaches in the U.S. So I was going to do a survey, see if any of us have been to any of them. And I haven't read it yet. I'm going to bet I haven't. I'm going to bet I haven't either. <laughs> but we'll try it. Okay. So according to a press release, this is TripAdvisor. They published the 10 U.S. beaches that were highlighted as standouts for 2021. Okay. Um... So, number one top ten beach in the U.S. They're calling uh, Saint Pete Beach in Saint Pete Beach, Florida. Haven't I been there. I have not been there, but I know people that have, and they do like it. Yeah, and I've heard. I mean, I know a lot of people have right. gone there. I just don't on, know. That's like blue water, white sand beach, right? It would probably be on the golf side. Yes. Yeah. Um, they say it's a great spot for watching the sunset and small group cruising. Well, there we go. Yeah. Number two, and this is not a shocker for you, and I'm going to butcher this as you butchered the thing earlier. <laughs> I've got it someplace in Hawaii. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Ka'anapali Ka Ka Beach in Lahaina, Hawaii. Uh, it's gorgeous, accessible, and top-rated activities done there are snorkeling and whale-watching. Accessible if you are already in Hawaii. There you go. That's the first one you St. Pete Beach. I'm not fast enough to get as fast as you're going. That's the first one. That's really pretty. That's St. Pete Beach. Yeah, that's gorgeous. Look at that water. My goodness. My problem with beaches is I'm always trying to find the perfect beach house, which is basically not anywhere near all those buildings. Exactly. It's private. I know. And it's like, then you just. Take what you can get kind of thing. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I, know, I feel you. Um, let's see. Number three, I can say this one. Moonstone Beach in Cambria, California. Okay. Um, they enjoy, users enjoy it for its beauty, availability of precious and semi-precious stones, including jade and moonstones. Because wow. Moonstone Beach. Aside from treasure hunting, um, they... It's a good place for a sunset cruise as well. So, so Moon if you're allowed Stone to Beach. Take the stones. I would have to think so. I mean, it says the availability of precious and semi-precious stones. I feel like over time there won't be any stones left. I know. We'll have to rename the beach. Unless, however, they're made occurs near there, and they occurring. just keep yeah, yeah coming coming back. Is that Moonstone Beach? Yes, ma'am. That's gorgeous. I, I have to admit, I've never been to California either. I haven't either. So we're 0 for 3 on all of these. James, have you been great. to any of these places? No, I, I have been to California, but I don't re remember what beaches we went to because I was a little kid. Okay. All right. Uh, number four on the list, Wailea Beach in Wailea, Hawaii. Um, breathtaking views of the Maui coast. The top activity... Uh, you and I would love the sea turtle tours. Oh, oh. cute. I've never seen sea turtles. Like, I see <gasps> pictures of, like, people posting. I've never never done that. So, yeah, I've, I've um, like, snorkeling, I've run into, pretty much always run into a sea turtle. And they are, you could literally just snorkel for hours and watch them. Watch because them. they just, well, they're I'm, just, like, yeah. these big, like, lumbersome, like, Everything that you think they would look like, that's exactly what they look and like. Like find what is it? Just Finding old... Nemo, where they've yeah. got the the turtle with the California eighty, kind of like that. Yes, <laughs> very good. Um, but yeah, they are adorable. I have a really cute picture of one that we took when we were scuba diving. Um, all right, number five, Cannon Beach in Cannon Beach, Oregon. So you don't think of Oregon as having, you know, no. like a top beach, but you have to look at the map to see where that. Oregon yeah, maybe. Is. Can you pull that one up, James? Because I'm interested what a beach in Oregon looks like. Right. Um. Is it a lake? Users like mm -mm. Oregon on the coast. Yeah. I don't know this because I'm yeah. terrible. With Oregon, Washington. Geography. There it is. Uh, so this is the one oh. in Hawaii. Oh, that's the one in Hawaii. What's the one in Oregon called again? Cannon Beach. C A N N O N. I was getting ready to go. I didn't know Oregon. I know. I'm trees. like, wow, look how tropical it is. Um, they say Cannon Beach has tide pools and sea creatures, um, which become visible during low tide at Haystack Rock. 
Um, so they have guided day trips there. It's a very popular activity. So you can go and see the um, Haystack Rock. Haystack Rock, Cannon Beach, Oregon. So, and I would have to think, like, that beach in Hawaii, it's beautiful. It's like, I feel like that's what every beach in Hawaii looks like. So. Yeah, I feel like <laughs> you're not going to go wrong with the beach in Hawaii. You, you expect it, them all to look like that. Right, yeah. So. I'm sure if you live in Hawaii, you're like, well, that's it. But I feel like if we go to Hawaii, you can stick us on any beach. Yeah, just we're gonna be stick fine. me at the, the, the public whatever right. access beach. We don't yeah, care. Don't we're going right. to think it's the prettiest thing we've ever seen. <laughs> right. So, this is oh, the one in Oregon. Oh, that's, that's the one really in Oregon? Pretty. No wonder everyone is so... That must be Haystack Rock. It's like a big old haystack. That's God, really no pretty. wonder people are torn to that or drawn to yeah. it. Whoa. That is beautiful. All right, so there you go. Uh, number six, Napili Beach in Lahaina, Hawaii. Uh, it has a natural reef where lots of marine life is easily... Um, visible and they have whale watching there from the harbor so that's why it's very popular um dang it i'm probably gonna just butcher the heck out of this one too uh this one's in maine ogunquit ogunquit maine ogunquit beach in ogunquit maine good. i like it i like it too so maine we when we went jamie and i went to portland like we were flying out and I was like I just don't want to go like I want to stay here forever other than the Beautiful. winter time yeah. it was so fun and just pretty and yeah it was awesome um you can walk or swim hundreds of feet while the water is only waist level oh that's cool that's what I like uh, yeah I like that like I want to be able to see my feet and stuff I'm, I'm not yeah, all I'm into like the being yeah beat up by the waves and yep know. Uh, they said Perkins Cove is a small fishing community that offers scenic views and shopping opportunities. Oh, that so, sounds cute. Yeah. I feel like I want to go there. Oh, Gunquit, right. Maine. Oh, that is cute. This is the one in Maine. Oh, that's so cool. The water's pretty blue, too. Yeah. Look how gorgeous that is. It looks like a fun place, like a small town, like beach town. Cute. Um, okay, so that was number seven. Number eight. It's Courtney's turn. <laughs> you say my, that. <laughs> my turn to butcher a word. It's a place in Hawaii. You should just go there. Starts with a W. <laughs> Number nine. <laughs> Wayana Panapa. Oh, let's you go did much Wai better. Much better Anna than I would have done. Panapa. Let's do, let's, we're sticking with that. That's good. I like uh, it. State Park in Hana, Hawaii. Uh, they have otherworldly black sand. Ooh, can we look that one up, James? Tours of the formerly volcanic land are top activities for beachgoers. Do you Wh think the black why sand? Why Ana Papa State Park in Hana, Hawaii? Do you think it's as fine as like regular sand if it's from like from a volcano? volcano or do you think it's a little bit rougher? I don't know. You'd think it was a it would be ash, so it yeah, would be fine. Maybe finer. I don't know. That's mm. a good question. Um, well, no. we won't be here the rest oh, of the week. Oh, look how pretty. Check that out. See, that looks a little coarser, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. I like that, though. Look it's at that. It's a lot private. Yeah. Gosh. Yeah, that wouldn't suck. Oh, yeah. That would be so terrible. God, force me to walk on the black sand beaches of Hawaii. <laughs> um, okay, number nine, Madeira Beach in Madeira Beach, Florida. Never heard of it. Um, it has flat terrain and walkability. It's also highly liked for its food options. That's right yeah. up my alley. I'm yeah. good with that. And then, um, number 10, Kailua Beach Park in Kailua, Hawaii. Um, they have fewer crowds. It's a good park and they have a good full day tour of some of the nearby islands. Okay, so out of those 10, how many five. were? Five. Five of them are from Hawaii. Yes. We need a list of top 10 beaches. Mainland. Mainland beaches. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Because it is weird to say, okay, well, these are in the U.S., but. You still got to fly to get there. Yeah. Like. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. But, yeah, five of them are in Hawaii. So. Or swim. You're we'll have to. Really good shape. Is that the last one? Yeah, that's Kailua. Kailua. Oh, that's really pretty, though. Yep, that doesn't suck also. 
So there you go. I was watching Forgetting Sarah Marshall the other night. That is literally one of the funniest movies ever made in the history of... That's a pretty great movie. (laughs) You talk like you're from London. (laughs) Oh, shoot. If you haven't seen it, you got to. It's filmed in Hawaii. If you don't like the movie, just look at the scenery. That's all you have to do. And Paul Rudd is hilarious in it. Paul Rudd is the best... And anything. If Paul Rudd's in it, I'm going to watch it. He's one of those actors, too, that's, like, so not scandalous. You never hear anything bad. Everyone loves Paul Rudd, and and you never hear anything. Doesn't age. No. Like a vampire. So I I watched Forgetting Sarah Marshall not that long ago. Yeah. And while I was watching it, I was like, wow, Jason Segel looks so young in this. (laughs) And I said, wow, Paul Rudd looks exactly Exactly the the same same in this. Right. Like, but, is, yeah. he never yeah. ages so, one ounce. And you mentioned that he's like a vampire and he doesn't yeah. age. Do you remember how Forgetting Sarah Marshall ends? Yes, Jason's, with a vampire. Jason with a vampire, a vampire opera. Vampire opera. <laughs> it's puppet, right? Yeah, it's, puppet. it's a puppet. Vampire puppet. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's a... yeah, Jason Siegel, I like him too. Like, I'll usually watch anything he's into. He's pretty yes. funny. And those two together, like, I love you, man. Yeah. Oh, my God. That's the best. Yeah, that's so great. So there's two movies for you to watch if you've never yeah. seen them. Starring the same people. Have you <laughs> have you ever seen Wet Hot American Summer? I feel like I've seen parts of it. It's really funny. So it the, there's a movie and then there's two like spinoff TV series. Paul Paul Rudd's in it. And it's like a parody of like 80s camp movies and stuff like that. Okay. Yeah. And then they made like... Ten years later, they made two like TV shows that were like spinoffs of it. Oh my god, it's so funny! I think you you would really think it was funny, Jen, because it's think... really stupid, but it's really <laughs> yeah, funny. Like one's on you Netflix, would think it was right? funny because it's yeah, really stupid. It's, it's all yeah, it's all on Netflix. <laughs> like the original movie was like an independent thing, and then Netflix like bought the rights to it and yeah, started making yeah. more. But it, it's it's really funny. Like it's really dumb, but it's really funny. <laughs> So, speaking of Netflix, they bought Manifest. If anybody watched Manifest, Manifest, I think it was on NBC, and it just ended. They I, didn't pick it up again. You, there okay. was no ending. You didn't know what happened. Every, all I the keep fans, seeing that pop up on my Netflix, yeah. though. So, that was actually a show on NBC. Yes. But you can watch it on Netflix now. Yes. And okay. then Netflix bought it, so they're going to do, I think, a fourth and I think it's fourth, fourth and final season. So they're going to make so they their can end wrap season. it up. Yeah. Because so it, it just was not wrapped up at all. Got canceled. Just got canceled. More like. So is happened? it the same as that Lost? No, Lost and ended the way it was supposed to, even though a lot of fans weren't happy with the ending. But I, Mike watched that, but I didn't, so I can't remember. But wasn't this like is what is manifest about then? Because I just oh. assume they are the same show. Um, they're not. They're similar, I guess. Manifest is about a this passengers on this airplane supposedly crash. Isn't that lost? Yeah, but <laughs> they come back and the passengers feel like they just were on some turbulence for like a few minutes and they land. But they've actually been gone like seven years or something. So the show goes through like things that happen to these people. Like what where happened, have they been? Why did it happen? Where where have they been? Did aliens take them? Was it some religious thing? Are they now angels? Like it's just this whole thing you don't know. And they just stopped it. And, and then it just ended. Yeah, that's you know, so rude. Right. So Netflix picked it up. So hopefully Netflix says it's justice and wraps this in a nice little bow for everybody. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. I keep seeing that pop up on my. Um, Netflix, like, you know, your suggestions or whatever. Yeah. I'm just going to tell you, too. I have something to say about Netflix and this this Outer Banks show. <laughs> the first season, right? while pretty cheesy, was pretty good. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, you got a bunch of beautiful people running around on the beach. They're on this treasure hunt. Right. You know, they're they're supposed to be 17, but they're all 26 in real life. You can right. just tell. And you're like, yeah, 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 whatever. Season ends. You're like, okay, I can't wait for the second season. The second season is the dumbest thing I've ever seen in my life. I find myself just, like, watching it, though, because now I have to know what happens. Right. And, like, mad that I'm having to spend time watching it. 
Have you we, watched it? Yeah, we watched it. We got through the whole season. Um, I roll my eyes like constantly. Right, and there were I'm like, a lot of. Are you of, kidding me? Yeah, yeah. There are definitely a lot of moments that are just like that. Okay, so far fetched. So if you haven't seen it, I'm just going to give one thing away. So there's a girl, and she gets shot, and yeah. she's in the Bahamas, and they take her to a doctor, and she dies. Vet. Take her to a vet. Take her right? to a bed, I think. Yeah, and she dies on the table. So she's just laying there dead for like 10 minutes. And then her boyfriend's like, oh, I love you. You're so, please don't leave me. And then all of a sudden she comes back to life. And then the next thing you know, five minutes later, they're running down the road. Like running for their lives down the road. And you're like, you just died for like 10 minutes. I mean, she's what? young. She's 17. They're 17-year-olds. They just bounce back. Oh, she got something bouncing all right. <laughs> That's a whole other story, but... Well, there's a lot of shows oh my that we watch, gosh. and Mike will be like, blah, blah, blah. I don't know. He'll just be like, that just... like He'll put a complete hole in it. I'm like, <laughs> Mike, just watch the show. Don't try... Like, stop trying to make sense of it. Just watch it. <laughs> like, we're yeah. in it. You know, just... I know. It is but what it is. This but. Outer Banks thing is just really hard for me to... I, I'm yeah. really struggling with watching it because I'm just like, I don't... Right. It is so bad that I just... I don't know. But I haven't watched the whole season yet, so... Yeah, I don't, I don't know if it gets much better. I'm sorry. <laughs> but it is what it is. It's cheesy. It's... You know, Listen, there's beautiful fun. people running around near the beach, near right. the ocean. So, right. again, there's boats. There's sand. Yep. It's, treasure. There's treasure hunt. It's almost like the Goonies. <laughs> it's kind of like a modern day beautiful people Goonies. Yeah, it is kind of, actually. Kind of, yeah. With, yeah. Crazy things involved. But. And they can't decide. This is one. Of, I'm sorry. I'm just got to say one more thing about this show. They can't. Sorry. <laughs> lost my mind. I lost the weather. Just throwing things everywhere. They can't decide whether they want to be... Bad, and when I say they, I mean the people producing the show. Because in the first season, they started out all squeaky clean and didn't swear or anything. And by the end, they were all smoking weed and saying the F word and whatever. And now on this season, we're back to, they mouth the F word, but it doesn't come out. They cover it up with stuff. Oh, yeah? I didn't pick up on that. Oh, yeah. It's really bad. So I'm like, where, what are you? Right. Are you? Yeah, I pick up on that. Yeah. W watch it again. There's a lot of F word in there that gets covered up with something up. else. And I'm just like. <sighs> Anywho. Well, it's for all the younger people watching it. You can go on a treasure hunt. Shoot people. Get shot. Get shot. Die. No weed. Just don't say the F word. Yeah, just don't say the F word. Or if you do, like. Have something mouthed over top Mumble of it. Mumble it. <laughs> Just mouth it. Yeah. yeah. All right. Uh, you know what we have not done? We have not done the weather forecast. Oh, I'm so looking forward to it. Yeah. It is actually looking pretty good. That's not bad. Today and tomorrow, definitely a lot of rain as that hurricane uh, comes up our way. I know that sounds very strange, but it's it's not necessarily. Um, I think it looks like we're going to get a tiny bit of it. West Virginia, it looks like. Yeah, they're going to get get worse. Might, so might get some. Yeah. Yeah, it's not going to be as bad here as it nor as it is other places. So today, high of 76, 80 percent chance of rain. Uh, tomorrow, 78, 70 percent chance of rain. But then look at that as the week goes on. Highs of 79, 80. Happy for 84, right? No. So it's just looking absolutely gorgeous through, is this coming weekend Labor Day? Yeah, Monday. So your Labor Day weekend looking darn good. Friday night, football Friday night. You might even have to have a little sweater or something. No. It'll actually be a football Friday night. How fun. So there you go. And that is your Total Media Radio uh, weather forecast. So download that Total Media Radio app, speaking of football Friday night, and then you can watch or listen to any of those football games anywhere you are in the world. Wherever you are. Yep. yep. As long as you have uh, a cell phone signal, you're good. Or Wi-Fi. Yep. Or so, an Alexa. Or an Alexa. Say, hey, Alexa, open 96.7. There you go. Yep. And... 
I wonder how many just did that. Hopefully a lot. That's so fun. <laughs> so, would you say your mom was a cool mom? Yeah. Yeah? Why was she a cool mom? Well, I mean, okay, well, okay, let me say... I will not, not get over the fact that I could not ride my bike in the street until I was nine years old. And oh my gosh. stepdad came along and said, what are you doing? All her friends are riding off and here I'm at the corner like one little hit by a car. She'll be fine. She'll be fine. Uh, and I did have a ridiculous curfew. But other than that, yeah, pretty cool. Okay. Yeah. Well, a recent survey asked 2,000 American moms with children 3 to 18 to identify the traits of a cool mom and then asked their kids to set the record straight. Interesting. Do you think you're a cool mom? Um, I probably am now. I don't know. I feel like I was a pretty cool mom. I didn't get bent out of shape about a lot of stuff, mm -hmm. but probably the stuff that I got bent out of shape about, Devin was, would think, was, was not cool. <laughs> So, but they said nearly three in five kids agreed that a cool mom helps them out with homework and projects for school. I could see that. Yeah, but you wouldn't have really thought that when you think cool mom, but that's kind of nice. Yeah. According to kids, there are some things a cool mom should never do. Okay. Using their home nickname in front of their friends. 42% said don't do that. I could you want to be a cool mom. Don't use whatever little buddy bud or little boo boo, boo, -boo <laughs> or whatever you're calling your kids at home. Don't my call little them that. pickle, ain't he yeah. cute? Yeah. Now this one, I would have to say, if you are a mom and you have not done this, I mean, I don't, I don't know how you've not done this, but they said shouting their name at a sports game or other event. 40% of kids said, don't do it if you want to be a cool mom. I could see that. Yeah, but who? Who I know. How do you not do that? Because you you're so excited as a parent. Yeah. Yeah. So, and this one, I totally see. Dancing in public, 40% said that will put you in timeout. If you dance in public in front of your child. So no cool TikToks? Nope. No TikToks. Right? Bougie like that. <laughs> I wonder if that's changed. How know. many kids out there? They're doing TikToks with their parents. Yeah, probably the parents are like, "Okay, you can have a TikTok, but <laughs> I'm, I'm dancing it. it, right?" But yeah, that's probably changed. That's a lot of public right there. I guess it depends on how cool your parents are at dancing. Yeah, right. Depends. Yeah, I'm probably not. James is cracking there. up over there. Right, but also they said that the big thing that cool moms try to do is to get their kids to eat healthy. I could see that. And coming up with... That was definitely my mom. Right. Coming up with different ways to make eating healthy cool. Which I don't ever remember existing when I was younger. Like... No. Food Network and some of those shows have really introduced right. kids to food and gotten them excited about foods. Right. I mean, I had, we had a lunchbox so. that had... The warm ham and cheese sandwich. Yeah, like I ate peanut butter and jelly soup. my whole my <laughs> right. whole life. Yeah, right. So she said there. Forty percent of moms worry about whether their kids think they're cool, and making fun food fun is one of their top ways to get to win the kids over. So half of moms have made like a cheese board for their children. So you got children out there with a charcuterie board, like snack time. That's um, awesome, though. And says that they have more sophisticated snacks and lunches than they probably do. Well, so. and they didn't have, I mean, think about like Lunchables and all that stuff. That didn't exist when we were growing right. up. Like, we basically taught kids how to make charcuterie boards by Lunchables. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yep. Um, says that snacks and lunches can be a bragging point for kids too. Um so, like, baked goods, fruit bowls, a lot of kids like that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. But I don't know if you are aware of a – she's kind of a celebrity. Her name's Jenny Mullen. Um, she's married to um, Jason that was in American Pie. That's his last name, Jason. Oh, Biggs. Biggs. Jason Biggs, yeah. yes. So, I sent James some pictures. She makes her kids – 
these are their lunches oh, that God. she makes. And she has an Instagram account called Dictator Lunches because she says her little boys are little dictators and she has to make these fancy lunches for them. So, like, you've got the fancy little orange and you've got the, you know, veggies that she's cut up and little stars. Oh, my gosh. Um... She's got like those are like you know those little round bells of cheese you know yeah baby bells, baby bells yeah. So, yeah so you got those with some like little eyeballs on them how funny yeah, so little apple and peanut butter and raisins made into little faces to make eating that's you know type of stuff I'll bet fun. the kids just like want to take their lunch steal their lunch yeah. Yeah, and she usually does a picture of, like, what comes home, like, after the fact, after yeah. school. And so, but, yeah. So, some of the hacks that moms are doing, they're making kiwi caterpillars. Okay. Which, I don't know. I can't ever remember eating a kiwi when I was younger. Oh, yeah. I you used to eat kiwis all the time. time. Do you yeah. eat them with the skin or do you peel them? No, peel them. Okay. Some people eat them with the skin. It's probably good for you. Probably. This It's a little furry, though. Yeah, it is. Kiwi skin's a little furry. Right. Yeah. Um, blending frozen fruit so they think it's ice cream. So okay. Um, f- this one I don't understand, but freezing bone broth in small cubes for winter soups or drinks. I guess is that a way you're getting some sort of protein in them without them knowing? Probably. I don't, I don't, I don't know. That's weird. Yeah. Um, making grab bags they can't see inside of and letting them choose their own bags. So like every snack's a surprise. Okay. Sandwich kebabs. That could be cute. Fun. Are you worried about the kebab though? Yeah. I don't know about that. Little Johnny stabbed her. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I can see that. Little Johnny stabbed his neighbor with the kebab. Yeah. It could be a deadly weapon. My, My mom, uh, I can't remember what it was. She sent something in my sister's lunch one time when she was like in elementary <laughs> school that needed to be cut, and mom sent her like put a sharp knife in her lunchbox. Like, oh, think no. And my sister like had a panic attack thinking she was going to get in trouble <laughs> for having a knife. Yeah, that probably would not be the best thing to do is send no. sharp objects into the kids' lunch. Probably not. Yeah. Get shanked in the cafeteria. Yeah. Um, making squash look and taste almost <laughs> like mac and cheese to trick them into eating a veggie that they don't like. No, that's not going like to happen. I like almost. Almost, yeah. That's, that's not going not, to work. That's not going to work. No. Yeah. Um, jello with mi- fruit mixed in it and then poured into cool molds and different kind of shapes like cars or house or bears. Yeah. I can and see that. jello mold. Yeah. Like. That's a thing. Because you can pick it up and eat it. Yeah. That'd be cute. Yeah. Um, making pumpkin pancakes with beets and other pureed vegetables. No. Not going to work. But with fun colors. Maybe. I know you're not going to. I'm. You're not. Maybe a kid, but I am not going to be tricked into eating a beet pancake. No. No. I don't see kids doing it either, unless they don't know any different. Right. If they've actually had real pancakes, they're not going to be like, oh, yeah. Building a Jenga stack with watermelon. I feel like I feel like then you're just playing with your food and you're never eating it. How? Yeah. That's weird. It says playing restaurant during lunch using menus so they can choose. Oh. So, and then saying something is a grown-up version, so they want it, or something is new, so they get excited to try it. Hmm. I could see that. I could see tricking. I, I think, I feel like I probably tricked my child a lot into doing stuff that, be like, oh, no, you can't have that. That was my whole thing. Oh, you don't want to do that. You can't have that. And then he'd be, want it even more. I it's love like the, the parents. psychology thing. Right. I love the parents that come in and they're like, okay, you would like the, um chicken tenders and you are out of fries today right all you have is broccoli or salad (laughs) yeah all we have is broccoli or salad which one would you guys like what if somebody at your table gets fries (laughs) i don't know like it's not my decision (laughs) (laughs) but it is so funny when people do that 
like, oh, yeah. I I never thought of that to get you in on it. Yeah, Yeah, I'm like, oh, make me the bad guy. Thanks. But it is funny, though. (laughs) Hey, whatever. All right. Well, it looks like we need to get out of here for the day. Hey, we got a fun message from our good friend Jess Kelly Adams, who performed at the Jackson County Fair. So I love her. She's adorable. And we got some news. She is, and we will have more about this next week, but she is getting to premiere her music video for Saving Grace that she sang right here on the show. No way. On CMT. <gasps> yes, September 10th, CMT.com will be premiering her music video for Saving Grace. And awesome. we, so here's the deal. You have to go there and click on it. Now, it's not till September 10th, but again, the more clicks, the more people that tune in and, right. and watch that, the further her song goes. Yes, for so, sure. Yeah, so we want to support Jess. She's an amazing girl, and we love her so much, and uh, we hope the best for her. Does CMT, is that still a channel? Yeah. Do they... Play is CMT like NTV? Do they or do they still do more music videos? It's probably 70 30 other stuff than they play music videos too. Yeah, like MTV watched. doesn't play music videos anymore. No. Like, wouldn't it be interesting if you actually went back to that? Yeah, well, Devin, you know, he grew up with MTV, was basically reality TV all the time. Yeah, and he made some comment about how cool it would be to have like a music actual video like back to that again yeah and i i think if somebody would pick it up it'd probably be pretty popular because i feel like see they're still making music videos they're all over youtube right yeah and i feel like too um like going and seeing someone in concert as you've done a lot lately right and seeing their music video um are kind of a way to connect with that artist that um, maybe you wouldn't have listened to this song before or thought much about it before, but you either saw it live in concert and it meant something to you then, or you saw the video and you connected with them that way. And so I've always thought music videos were very important and why they've kind of, and they're always like a three minute story or like, yeah, it's like a little movie. Like, yeah. Like told stories. I mean, there were some that didn't, but most yeah. of them told some sort of little story, and yeah, I always thought they were good, but yeah, whatever. But yeah, I think bring back videos, man. Bring them back. Listen to us here on Main Street TV. <laughs> we should make a music video. We should. We're gonna do our TikTok. Natty night. <laughs> Bougie like Natty <laughs> in a styrofoam. That's a whole other story. All right. Well, we have to get out of here for the day. We hope you've enjoyed the program. Tomorrow is what, James? Wednesday. Uh, Josh <laughs> Willett will be here. Josh Willett's coming in tomorrow. Yeah. That's right. I knew there was somebody. Thank you. We'll talk about movies. Yes, because and... they went to the um, CinemaCon. Is that what it was called? Uh, yeah, just got back from a convention in Vegas. He has like, any like, top secrets he can share with us. I think he does. So you have to tune in tomorrow, find out the latest and greatest of what's going on in Hollywood and movies coming up. And he'll have the skinny on that. So there you go. All right. Have to get out of here for the day. We hope you've enjoyed the program. Thank you for hanging with me. Thanks for having me. And thank you anytime. Thank you, James, for pushing all the right buttons. Mm -hmm. And we will be back here tomorrow with Josh Willett. So we look forward to that. Have a great day, everyone. And stay dry. And we'll see you back here tomorrow. Bye-bye. Bye, everyone.